Hello and welcome back to the Weekly Brawl Rankings. This is your host, Masquerade, back with another episode. Today, I will try to keep my voice a little bit higher and, well, a little bit higher than usual because the announcement episode that I released a few days ago, maybe maybe around a half a week ago, my voice was super low because I was being quiet and holy crap, I sounded super tired, super... <laughs> Yeah, the quality of my voice was not great that day, so I'll try to keep it a little bit peppy today, so it's actually fun to listen. Uh, I think I'm in trouble. I'm in, I'm fine. You know what? Fine. I heard footsteps and I thought I was being too loud, but whatever. I'll pause it if I have to. Whatever. You might not even be hearing this. Who knows? If you are, I didn't get in trouble, but I'm going over to Brawl Stars, first of all. Hope that's not too loud because I do have a pin pack for tier 10. Let's get it. I completely skipped what I got. Holy crap. I <laughs> was taking too long to load and I, I, I just skipped past it. I think I did see an amber emote. So let's see. Yeah, I got I got the amber thumbs up for my uh, rare one. That's pretty cool. I actually have two amber pins now. That's crazy. Okay. Now... <laughs> I get to go through the rest of my brawlers and look for my other pin. It's obviously not any of the chromatics. Is it Sandy? No. Oh my gosh, it's not going to be fun. Oh, wait, okay. I also got the angry Leon pin. Okay. I think uh, G-Dark's going to be a little bit upset about that. Got the angry Leon. Hopefully, the other pin was also for a high rarity brawler so I can find it quickly. Not Sprout. Not Mr. P. I cannot believe I thought, wait, did I see Nita? I feel like I saw Nita. I did not see Nita. Whatever. Shelly? No. Colt? No. Guys, is this content? It's not content. I'm sorry. I skipped past the screen. Didn't I do that for my other pin pack? I swear I did that for... I, I swear I, I did the same exact thing for my other pin pack. Bo? Oh, wasn't Bo. Tick? Not Tick. Oh my god, who is it? Not 8-Bit? 8-Bit has some cool pins. Not M's. Oh my god, onto the rares. Not Primo. Not Primo. Not Barley. Not Poco. Little Timmy, I'm sorry. Uh, not Rosa. It'd suck if it was Rosa, because I have the Halloween stuff. Uh, not Rico. <laughs> not Daryl. Oh my gosh, why did I skip past the screen? Little Timmy, I already rejected you. I'm sorry. I'm recording. Uh, not Piper. I, I'm in the epics. I gotta be close. Who is it, dude? BB? No. B? No. Nani? No. Mortis? Oh my god, little Timmy. Please have mercy on me. No. Stop inviting me. Oh my god. Dude, I'm recording. Oh my gosh, little Timmy. I already did Tara. Gene. Oh, okay, I got the Gene happy pin. Oh, that's not a bad pin, actually. I do join... I do enjoy playing Gene quite a bit, so... Oh, uh, that's pretty good. Wait, what? I can't deselect it. Wait, what? What is this? I can't deselect it. What is going on? This is so weird. That's really weird. I couldn't... I couldn't deselect it. There's, like, two of his... Ha There's literally two of his happy pin in my slot. All right. Gene happy pin... Uh, Leon angry pin and the amber thumbs up. I now somehow have two amber pins despite amber being the second newest brawler That's weird. Okay 
Uh, little Timmy, what are you saying to me? Uh, yes, he gets a, yes, you, yes, little Timmy, you get a free shout out. Uh, bye. Okay. Now it is time for the topic of the episode. And I, okay. Yes, I know most of you probably don't play the game, but I really want to, I don't know. I might shift the, I honestly might shift the podcast's topic. That might be a last resort. I don't think I'm going to do that. Wait, did that stop the recording? No, I'm just, this app is weird where it like stops music that's playing if you go into it. So I thought maybe it would also cancel the recording, but I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about uh, PVZ Heroes or Plants vs. Zombies Heroes. This is of course the game that I've been playing a lot of recently, and I really want you guys to see if you can get into it because it's the game that I've been enjoying a lot more than Brawl Stars. Uh, basic synopsis, it's kind of like Magic the Gathering, but it's simpler. It has some Plants vs. Zombies quirks. It's really, really fun. And I already explained it decently in depth in the uh, announcement episode that I was saying I was back. And so I'm not going to go over all the basics again. I'm just going to go through all of the one-cost plants and one-cost zombies and um, say which ones are good turn one plays. Now, I know this is an episode based on a different game, but as I said, I might... Okay, there's a very slight chance um, I'm going to be slowly shifting the podcast to this game. So I might be doing episodes on this game every two weeks, every three weeks... Uh, if you guys enjoy them, I might do, like, I might just have Wednesdays be PVZ Heroes episodes. Maybe, I mean, I'm most likely not going to do them every week, because most of you are here for Brawl Stars, and I understand that. So, yeah, so I'm just going to be going through all the one-cost plants and all the one-cost zombies, and explain why or why not you should play them on turn one. Now, generally in this game, you do not want to play something on turn one, because... I don't know. You're playing it dry. You're playing it by itself. There's nothing to support that card. The 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 big, the really strong decks in this game normally have synergies, and if you play something dry, it can just get removed really easily, and you wasted a card or something. So playing something on turn one can either be super, super beneficial, or it can be really, really useless and a super bad idea. So um, a one-cost card is is for plants, it costs one sun. Each turn, you get one extra sun. So on the first turn, you have one sun. On the second turn, you have two sun. And then three sun for the third turn, so on and so forth. For zombies, it's the exact same thing, except it's brains. If you're confused about what I'm talking about, you probably should listen to the announcement episode that I was back, because in that episode, I did explain more of the basics of this game. If you're still confused... I recommend maybe watching a you know, like a video about the game or maybe just getting into the game yourself because I can guarantee I I'm there's a good chance you guys are very confused as I'm talking about this. So, if you don't know if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sorry. I just really want to talk about this game. I have so much fun playing it. So, there are, I don't know if I mentioned this in the other one, but there are actually five different classes or types of cards. Now, each class has a different thing that it does. I guess I can go through them. So, for the plant side, there is, first of all, Guardian class. The description is, they defensively team up, are armored, and amphibious. These are team up, armored, and amphibious are little attributes the cards have. Team up means you can have two plants in one lane. Armored means that they will take less damage from targets. So if you have something with armored one, it'll take one less damage from everything. So if something with three damage, something, it's something with armored one, it'll actually only deal two damage. 
And Amphibious, as I mentioned in the other episode where I announced that I was back, was the ability that allows you to play things on top of the water lane. And only things with Amphibious can be played there. So that's Guardian. There is also Kabloom. There, there, are some, there are lots of puns in this game. Warning. They are explosive and swarming doing extra damage. So these are basically just get damage in. Uh, as, it say, as they say, it's explosive. Just basically do a ton of damage with the Kabloom. There's also Mega Grow. The description for this class is they make plants huge and give bonus attacks. Basically, there are cards that can buff up the attack and the health of your plants. And that's what Mega Grow is all about. They also do bonus attacks, which basically means that once you do it, once you play a card that makes a card do a bonus attack, it'll just do a bonus attack. And the this is really you, this is really useful for plants because normally how the turn goes is there's four phases, and the final phase is where everything attacks left to right, zombies and plants. So if you can make a plant do a bonus attack earlier in the turn, that can be a really good way to win the game. So Mega Grow is pretty good with that. There's Smarty, which is they, they outsmart foes with Bounce, Freeze, and Amphibious. As I said, Amphibious allows you to play on water. Freeze, what, what Freeze does is it freezes the target and what... Okay, yes, obviously Freeze freezes the target, but what does it do? It means that it, it is not able to attack on the next attack phase, and it will thaw out after the attack phase. So basically, it's kind of like a skip one turn sort of thing. So if you freeze something, it can't attack until the next turn. And then bounce means you basically just bounce the opponent's card back into their hand. So if I play a zombie and then the plant, the plant hero uses something to bounce that, the zombie just comes back into my hat and back into my hand, and I have to play it for the same price again. It's pretty annoying. Really effective way of clearing the field. And then lastly for plants, there is solar. Now solar says they make extra sun, heal, and then strike through the enemy. Uh, extra sun basically means there are cards that can get you extra sun, like different abilities can just, like, you know how sunflowers give you sun in the Plants vs. Zombies games, so you can play more plants? Basically, if you have a sunflower at the start of your next turn, you will get an extra sun. So basically, it's that you're able to ramp up and play bigger plants sooner with uh, extra sun. Heal just heals your hero. As I said in the other episode, your hero has 20 health, and if you can heal yourself, you won't dice as soon. And strike through basically means that let's just say you have a plant and a zombie in one lane you want that plant to hit the opponent's hero but it can't because there's a zombie in the way if you have a way to give that plant strike through it can hit the zombie and hit the zombie hero at the exact same time so that's what that does over on the zombie side they also have five classes the first one is beastly they grow large frenzy and will destroy the enemy so basically this is also, like Mega Grow, where you're trying to grow these. You're trying to make these nice and big so they have lots of stats. And then Frenzy basically means that if a zombie destroys a plant and survives, it will do another attack. So let's say you have a really strong zombie with a Frenzy in the same lane as a plant. At, at the attack phase, the Frenzy zombie will destroy the plant, and because it survived, it will also do another attack and hit the plant hero. So that's pretty useful. A good way of uh, winning the game. There is Brainy. What Brainy does, the this is what Brainy says. They are tricky, gain extra brains, and use bullseye. So gain extra brains, just like gain extra sun. You're able to play big cards a lot sooner. Tricky. It says tricky because tricks, as I said in the other episode, are kind of like sorceries in this game. And so uh, the Smarty class likes... Sorry, the Brainy... Brainy class likes to focus on using really good tricks to uh, win the game or 
do really well. And then bullseye basically means that if something with bullseye hits the plant hero, it won't charge the block meter. The block meter, as I said, basically if you hit somebody's plant, if you hit the plant hero or the zombie hero, both heroes have this, it will roll a dice between one and three, and that many chunks will go on this little charge meter. And once that charge meter reaches eight, the thing that charged all the way will not be dealing any damage, and they can play one of their superpowers. And heroes have four different superpowers to get, and they're generally, like, pretty good tricks to use. Basically, bullseye means that you won't charge the block meter at all, so if your whole field has bullseye, you will never charge the opponent's block meter. They, you'll, you'll always be doing damage. They can't block and use really strong superpowers. It's, very, it's a very strong thing to do. The next class is Crazy. Now, what this does is they are aggressive dancers and do damage directly. These ba this class basically focuses on ignoring the plant. The, the, the plants are just trying to hit the plant hero over and over and over until they're dead. And dancers, it's basically saying that there are a lot of dancing zombies in this class. Like, Backup Dancer, Disco Knot, um, Unlife of the Party, uh, Disco Dance Floor, Aerobics Instructor. These are all dancing zombies, and... Generally, this focuses on just hitting the opponent over and over until you until you kill them. You basically just ignore everything that the plant hero plays and kill them as fast as you can. Next, there is Hardy. They outlast using high health, armored, and healing. This is kind of like the um, solar class where it has healing, so you can heal yourself with this class. It has armored, like protective, or wait, what's it called? Armored? Oh my gosh, why am I forgetting? Um... I need to check. Guardian, yeah, Guardian class for plants, where you have armored, so things in Hardy generally will have armored, so they'll take they'll take less damage from the plant cards. And then they also have high health. So basically they'll be able to stay alive because of high health, and that's that will allow you to have a big field, and I mean, if they stay alive, that's gonna be pretty good for you. And then the last class is Sneaky. They avoid fights by moving, being amphibious, and hiding in gravestones. Now, uh, a lot of cards in this class can move zombies around, so they won't be attacked by plants. So there's this one card that when you play it, you can move it when it comes out of its gravestone. And so if, a plant, if, 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 you, if you play that card, it just looks like a gravestone. The plant plays something in front of the gravestone, expecting it to be like a big minion to block, and then it will that when the zombie go when the zombie comes out of the gravestone, it'll you'll be able to move it wherever you want, so you can hit the you can so you can hit the plant hero whenever you want. Now I hear yourself asking, uh, what are gravestones? Now some zombies are gravestone zombies, and what that means is that they will play they'll be played as a gravestone when you first play them. Uh, this plant hero will have no idea of knowing what is in them, and then at the start of the trick phase for zombies, they will pop out of the gravestone. Now, I guess I'll briefly go over the, the turn order again. Uh, first, it's zombies play their zombies, no tricks, then plants play everything they want, tricks and zombies, and then the zombies play their own tricks, and then, every, and then it goes to battle stage, and everything attacks from left to right across the field. So, uh, gravestones are pretty cool because the plants will have no idea what they do. Like, some zombies actually get benefits from hitting the opponent's, uh, face. So if you can put something in a, um, a, in a gravestone that the plant hero expects to be something that will, like, like, for, for example, there's this zombie that has, um, 
deadly and what deadly does is when it deals any damage to any plant that plant instantly dies no matter how much health it has so let's say you play so like you play a gravestone and they expect it to be this zombie so the plant hero is like hmm if i play a plant there it's just going to instantly die to this thing that can kill anything so i'm going to play something in a different lane but it turns out they were wrong and it's actually this zombie that deals a ton of damage and you can destroy the plant hero with like eight damage at a time so basically gravestones are pretty tricky and well tricky as in you you know what i mean it's not tricky as in actual tricks but yeah gravestones are, are pretty uh cool in that way so now that i've gone through all the classes i will be going through the one cost plants and the one cost zombies in each class and talk about why or why not you should play them on turn one so I'm going to search the cards by one, so every card with the number one on it will show up, and the one-cost cards will be easier to find. So starting off with Guardian, we have the Potato Mine. This is a one-health, no-damage plant with team-up, so you can play it with other plants. And so it can't attack, it has no attack. But when destroyed, it deals two damage to a zombie here. I think that this is not a great turn one play because if you don't put it in front of a zombie, it won't do anything. And the zombie, the zombie hero will just avoid it and it won't, it won't ever blow up. It will just do nothing the whole time. Uh, but if the zombie played a zombie on turn one that has two health or less, you can play this in front of it. And then when it goes to the attack phase, the potato mine will die and the zombie that attacked it will die as well. So it's a decent card for controlling your zombies, um, your, op your opponent's zombies. You can also put it in front of one of your strong minions. Oh wait, no, I forgot. Okay, later in the game, you could put this in front of your one of your strong minions to protect it from a zombie because it has team up. But I'm talking about turn one if you would play it on turn one or not. So if the zombie does not play anything on turn one, don't play this. It will do nothing. It'll be super useless. Definitely not. But if they play a, a zombie on turn one, the want dead, put this in front of it. And if it has two or less health, it's dead. Next up, we have a very similar card, the primal potato mine. This is basically the exact same thing. One health, no damage, except that it does not have team up. So if you, you cannot play in a lane with another plant, if no, if neither of them have team up, but instead of dealing two damage when destroyed, it deals three damage. So let's say they play a really threatening three health turn one minion. This would be a great play. One of the really, really great zombie turn one cards is called a quick draw con man. It, um, actually I'll get to that when I get to the crazy class. It's such a good one cost zombie. And uh, this is actually a pretty good counter to it because it deals three damage. Con man has three health. So if they play a uh, zombie that you want to kill on turn one S just like potato mine it's a great play next up we have small nut this is one health one health one attack nothing else every single class has one card like this just one one cost one attack one health it's like the basic starter card it's always awful it, <laughs> it's so bad i mean just this next card has more health and bullseye at the same cost than this other one this one these one cost one one damage one health minions are always so bad they're just supposed to be like the very beginner first card you play never should be used they suck uh so small nut never never should be used it <laughs> not only is it like the one of it's it's in the group of like the worst do like worst minions ever 
it also only has one damage, and generally it's not a good idea to be hitting your opponent's hero with one damage, because the one damage isn't worth it. It's so little, and not only that, but you'll be charging their block meter, and getting powers from your block meter is actually so crucial to a lot of heroes, so you just charging their block meter one damage every time is not smart. So, in the slight, in the weird chance you have this in your deck, and they play a one health minion that you want to get rid of on turn one, fine. But every other time, never play this. It is so bad. Now, as I said, there is a minion with an, with more health and bullseye than that other one. It also has Amphibious. This is Sting Bean. It has one attack, two health, Bullseye, and Amphibious. So this can be played on the water lane, and if this hits the zombie hero, it will not charge their block meter at all. I would say that if the zombies play a card that you are not too worried about in some other lane, then you could play this, because it is good... Uh, one damage per turn. You're not charging their block meter. You can play it on the water. It's a, it's a decent card. It's definitely, it's definitely not good. But if you're not worried about what they do on turn one, you could just do this on the water lane. I think it would be fine. Maybe if the zombie hero for some reason plays a one health, one damage minion, you could put this in front of it. This would survive. The zombie would die. Uh, that's a really good trade for you because your plant survives and the zombie does not. But there are. I can't think of a zombie that you want to play on turn one that has one health and one damage. They're, it's very rare that you do that, even on the plant side. So I'd say you could play this in the water on turn one. It'd be fine. It's not a great card, but if you have this in your hand, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Next up, we have the classic Walnut. This has uh, six health, no attack, and team up. This is basically just a shield for another plant that you have. On turn one, this is only useful if you're trying to block something that the zombie hero plays on turn one. Nothing that the zombie hero plays on turn one is really, you really want to block it. Because it's turn one, they're not going to have a really dangerous card on the field by then. So, it's not really that crucial to play this, to block something on turn one. So, playing this in a lane by itself might be okay if you're setting up for a, like, turn two let's say on turn two you have a two sun plant that's pretty dangerous that you want to protect but on turn one you play the walnut so you can protect the two cost next turn that wouldn't be a bad idea this isn't really a great card and i mean i don't know it, it's not great it has some applications and as i said two cost strong plant you could play the next turn behind this wouldn't be a bad idea at all so uh it's not a bad turn one play let me just redo the search by one because for some reason it deselected now next up these are actually getting into the rarer uh guardian one costs uh this one is forget me nuts this has this this is getting into the pretty good cards this one has two attack and one health and it says zombie tricks cost one brain more so basically what this means is if the zombie hero does not play a zombie on turn one, and they have this trick with one brain that they really want to use on turn one. If you play this card, that's instantly going to cost two brains, and because they only have one, they just wasted their turn one. So if the zombie passes on turn one, definitely play Forget-Me-Nuts, because they will not be able to play anything that turn and if they were relying on a trick on turn one which is rare but if they really wanted to play a turn one trick 
this will completely disallow them from doing that. So it's a really good idea. Uh, I'd say if the zombie also plays a minion, um, and, and if the zombie plays a turn one zombie, you could also play this in a different lane from that zombie, and it wouldn't be a bad idea, because putting this in front of that zombie would not be a great idea. Sure, maybe you'll kill the zombie, maybe, but keeping this alive is a pretty good thing, because zombie tricks costing more can actually be pretty bad for them, because zombie tricks tend to be really important to how they win games, so I'd say if the zombie plays a zombie, you play this in a lane that is not in front of the other zombie that they played, and especially if they pass turn one, you could definitely play this. This, this is a very good turn one card. Next up, we have Galactacactus. This has two health, two attack, and bullseye, and when it's destroyed, it deals one damage to everything. Now, when it says everything, it means everything. Every plant, every zombie, both you and the zombie hero all get damaged by one. This is such a good card, not only because it has um, two damage and two health, but it also has bullseye, which means that if you play it and it hits the zombie hero, it won't be charging their block meter at all. And when it's destroyed, it deals one damage. So this basically is like a three attack turn one minion. It's such a good control card. It can remove almost anything the zombie hero plays. It's just such a beneficial card and one of the best uh, one cost plants by by far. It's such a, it's such a good card. So I would say on turn one, definitely great. If they play a card you want to remove, play it. If they play nothing, play it. Because the zombie hero does not want to be dealt two damage bullseye every turn. But maybe they have a bunch of one-cost minions, they want to stay alive. But one, once this dies and blows up, it'll kill all of their minions. So it's such a good control card. This might take a while, holy crap. I might have to split this into plants and then zombies, because I'll take... Oh yeah, this, yeah that's, it would take too long if I did zombies too. Alright, next up is Garlic. This is a 5 health, 1 damage team-up. And its ability is, when a zombie hurts this, move that zombie to the left. If it's a vampire, destroy it. So, when I say left, I mean there are five different lanes, and they are all organized in columns. So, moving it to the left would just mean, I mean, you, I mean, you, you move it to the left. So, I think this, when it says, if, it, if it's a vampire, destroy it, that's, that never is useful. It's just referencing that gar vampires don't like garlic. But there's like two vampire minions that be destroyed by this. I have never seen this ability be useful. It's not good. The reason why this is actually a pretty good card is because it has team up and it has high health and one damage. So this is just a really good control card. Has a lot of applications. Not a great card. It's just a decent turn one play. Uh, if, you, if you're running a deck with Pecanolith, Pecanolith is a really, really good plant card in the Guardian class as well. And it makes every single uh, plant and zombie attack with their health. And because uh, Garlic is a 5 health minion, it will attack for 5 damage if you have, if you have a Pecanolith on the field. So it's a really, that, that's a pretty good strategy. This is basically just a high health, decent control, team-up card. Definitely not bad. I would say it's, 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 it's pretty good. How long have we been recording? Uh, oh my god, almost a half hour? My god. Wow, okay, okay, I might, I might have to split this up into, like, four parts. This is ridiculous. Actually, how about this? I'll just go through the classes and go, talk about my top two turn one plays, because going through everyone would not be great. 
Right, moving on to the moving on to the Kabloom class. The options here are ast are I'll just talk about them. Astro Shroom, one health, one damage, bullseye. When you play a plant, do one damage to the zombie hero. Not bad. Button Mushroom, one health, one attack. It's basically just that cheap. It's the cheap basic first minion you play. Poison Mushroom. One health, one attack, and anti-hero three. Anti-hero basically buffs up your minion if it does not have a zombie in the same lane. So this gets plus two attack when there are no zombies in this lane. So basically, if you're hitting if you're hitting the zombie's face with this, it'll be doing three damage instead of one. Not bad. We have Shroom for two. It is a one health, one health, one damage minion. When played, make a one health, one damage puff shroom with team up here so you basically get two minions for the price of one we have uh blooming heart two health two damage when this does damage to anything it gets plus one attack pretty good card we have a high voltage current a one health one damage berry i guess i mean i don't I, they they all have different classes i guess i'll i guess i'll say the class when i get to it this gets plus one damage when another berry deals damage. When played, conjure a berry. Conjure basically means that it rolls, it basically puts all of the cards of that type into a bag, pulls a random one out, and then it puts it into your hand. So there, are, let's say there's like 20 different berry cards. It'll roll, it'll get a random berry card, and it will put it into your hand. So it's, it's not bad. Uh, conjuring is not great because you generally want to get cards from your deck because they synergize with your cards. And conjuring cards generally won't give synergy, but it can be useful some of the time. Here we go. Reincarnation. One health, sorry, two health, two damage. While in your hand, at the end of the turn, this transforms into a random plant with plus one damage and plus one health and keeps this ability. So basically, every turn, this will transform into a random plant that is a little bit stronger and until, until you might find a really strong one that you want. It's pretty, it's pretty useful. We have Velociradish Hatchling. This is a two health, one damage root animal plant. I haven't been saying the classes, sorry. I'll get, I'll get on that. Dino Roar. This gets plus one damage. Dino Roar means this ability happens whenever you draw a card. So at the beginning of your turn, if you draw a card, if you use a different card or an ability that draws you a card, Every single card that you draw will give this plus one damage. There are a bunch of Dino, Dino Roar cards in this game. They all activate when you draw a card. It's a pretty useful card. So out of all of these, I'd say the top two turn one options would probably be, first of all, Blooming Heart. This is the two health, two attack uh, plant flower plant that when it does damage, it deal, it gets an extra one attack. First of all, one cost, two health, two damage. It's pretty solid. It's the average. It's really, it's, it's pretty good. And this ability is really strong because if you, if the zombie hero lets this survive, it can get, it can get really strong. So it's a really good aggressive card for dealing damage to your opponent really quickly. So I'd say this is probably the best turn one Kabloom plant. And the other one, I'm going to say the other best turn one would probably be either Poison Mushroom or Velociradish Hatchling. Both of these are decent aggro cards. I mean, Poison Mushroom, if it doesn't get blocked, just does three damage on turn one, which is pretty good. 
And Velociradish Hatchling is a pretty good card because it can get really big decently quickly. It's not bad. I would say by far the best one in the Kabloom class is Blooming Heart by far. Moving on to Mega Grow. First off, we have uh, Bonk Choi, which is a 2 damage, 1 health leafy plant. When played, this gets 1 damage this turn. Then we have Peapod. This is a 1 damage, 1 health pea plant. Start of each turn, it gets 1 damage and 1 health. We have the Pea Shooter, which is a 1 damage, 1 health, nothing else. It's just the basic, basic plant for this class. We have Sweet Potato, which is a uh, 0 damage, 3 health root plant with Team Up. When played, move a zombie to this lane. We have Torchwood, which is a 1 cost... I, I mean, it's obviously 1 cost. All these are 1 cost. A 3 health tree plant with Team Up. Peas behind this get plus 2 damage. We have Umbrella Leaf, a uh, 1 health leafy flower plant with Team Up. Other plants here and next door are untrickable. Untrickable means that zombie tricks do nothing to untrickable plants. So basically, if you play this, out, if you play this around a bunch of strong plants... Zombie heroes cannot do anything to those strong plants because they are untrickable because of the Umbrella Leaf. The Umbrella Leaf itself isn't untrickable, so that's a little bit of a downside, but it's not a bad idea to play. We have Click Peas, a 1 damage, 1 health uh, bean pea plant. When played, shuffle 2 Click Peas, this is, it, it's the same card, into your deck, and for the rest of the game, all Click Peas get plus 1 health and attack and cost 1 more. We have the Half Banana, which is a 2 damage, 2 health, when destroyed, uh, sorry, a 2 damage, 2 health banana plant. When destroyed, all bananas in your hand get plus 1 damage and health. And then we, lastly, we have Party Time, which is a 2 damage, 2 health leafy plant. When a plant does a bonus attack, draw a card. Alright, I can't... Mm, none of these are really good turn one. Actually, no. There, I, there are two that stand out. First of all, Click Peas is so good. A one cost, two damage, two health is average. And because this gets an extra attack and health from its ability as soon as you play it, it's basically a one cost, two damage, two health. Now, let's say you have another Click Peas in your hand. It already costs um, two and has two attack and two health. But because when you play it, it gains extra attack and health, this is basically a two cost, three attack, three health. The next one would be a three, a three cost, four attack, four health. These stats are amazing. And this makes Click Peas by far the best Mega Grow turn one plant. It is so good. Just because the stats that this allows you to have is so good for plants. So Click Peas, really great. A second to that would be Bonk Choi. This is the 2 damage, 1 health that gets plus 1 attack the first turn you play it. It's a decent aggro card and a decent control card because if they play a really threatening 3 health minion on turn 1, you can block it with this and it kills it every time. It's really, really effective. There are no zombies that are safe from this on turn 1. It's it's really, really solid, but uh, it also just does 3 damage to their face, which is really, really strong. Face basically means the zombie hero. There are There's a bunch of lingo that I might say, and I'll try to explain it as I get to it. I might forget to. I'm sorry. But face basically means the zombie hero. So click peas, best turn one, and bonk choi would be a close second. 
Moving on to Smarty class, we have Admiral Navy Bean, a 1 damage, 1 health bean plant with Amphibious and Team Up. When you play a bean, do 2 damage to the zombie hero. Not bad. We have the Mars Flytrap, a 2 damage, 2 health flytrap plant. When this hurts the plant, the, sorry, when this hurts the zombie hero, steal a section of their super block meter. Basically, if you hit somebody with this, the, if you hit the zombie hero with this, their block meter has a bunch of, has, has chunks in it, and you will steal one of those chunks and put it onto your block meter. Next up, we have Shellery, a, t excuse me, a two damage, one health team up. That's it. We have Snowdrop, a one damage, two health flower plant that gets two damage and two health whenever a zombie is frozen we have weenie beanie a one damage one health bean plant with nothing else it's just the basic plant for this uh, class we have lily pad a one health leafy plant with amphibious and it has fusion now fusion basically means you can put a plant on top of this and it and then it and then this card will do something this fusion ability says a plant played on this gets amphibious, and you conjure a leafy card. As I said, conjure means you get a random card into your hand from that class, so you'd get a random leafy card. And if you play this on the water, you can play any plant that normally couldn't go onto the water onto the water because it has amphibious now. So, not bad. We have the Lima Pluridon. This is a very good card. Two damage and two health amphibious. This has Dino Roar, just like the Hatchling from Kabloom, so every time you draw a card, this ability will happen. Shuffle a Magic Beanstalk into your deck. Magic Beanstalks are basically cards that the Smarty class tries to draw you. They are very, very OP cards. This is not an actual card you can put into your deck. You can only get it from uh, cards that can put it into your deck. So Magic Beanstalk is a 1 cost, 4 damage, 4 health insane stats and you also draw a card when you play it uh so this can shuffle them into your deck and if you if this stays on the field for long enough you might actually get some magic bean stocks which as i said are amazing cards next up we have the two the primal pea shoot the pr oh wow primal pea shooter which is a two damage two health pea plant when this hurts a zombie bounce that zombie so if this basically hits a zombie that has more health that if this if this basically hits a zombie and that zombie survives, the zombie will just get bounced into the opponent's hand. So you can basically remove anything with this. It's pretty. It's decently effective. Works some of the time. Next we have Spirus, a two damage, one health flower root plant with amphibious. It says you can tap gravestones to see which zombies are hiding in them. So basically, if this is on the field, you can tap the zombies' gravestones and see exactly what they are, so it's not ever going to be a surprise to you. It's, has, it has some decent utility. Now, that is it for the one-cost uh, plants. I'd say by far the best one to play on turn one is Lima Pluridon. It is such a good card. Beanstalks are so good. 2 health, 2 damage is great. It also has Amphibious, so it's an easy 2 damage on turn 1, unless the zombie has another Amphibious minion that they play as well. But just getting these Beanstalks into your deck so early is so useful. Really good tempo. It's, tempo basically means you're playing strong plants every single turn, getting your field very strong. Very good card. A second place would be probably Admiral Na Navy Bean, because some decks are good with this plant. Basically, every single time you play a Bean, you deal 2 damage, two damage to the zombie hero. Oh, crap, I dropped my phone. That might have been loud. So basically, 
if you play this on turn one and then on turn two you play with two beans that's four damage instantly if you play another navy bean and then you play another plant that's six damage so basically if you keep these alive and you keep playing beans you'll be dealing so much damage to the opponent and it'd be great if this did not have amphibious it would suck because the zombies could just use a zombie in, to put in front of it and easily kill it but because it has amphibious it can survive and start dealing a ton of damage but best one and best one cost uh smarty plant to play on turn one is definitely the lima pluridon makes sense why it's a legendary if you didn't know or didn't guess it at this point different cards of different rarities that you can unlock them from packs lima pluridon is a legendary which is the rarest card so you'll have a hard time unlocking this but if you do uh well good job moving on to the last plant class let's see how long i've been recording maybe at this rate i could do the zombies too uh 40 minutes sure why not first up we have the bellflower a one damage one health uh flower plant with nothing else it again just that basic basic first card i'm going to start saying the health and attack as one one so if it has one attack and two health i'll say it's a one two it's quicker to say it's the way that people it's the way that people normally say it in this game so if let's say if it's a three damage one health i'll say it's a three one i just had to get that out of the way so i could say things quicker we have next up we have cosmos it is a two two when an environment is played, this gets plus one, plus one. An environment is basically something that you can put on the ground to enhance it, make your plants be stronger or better in that environment. That's basically what they do. Zombies have these two. And uh, whenever you play an environment, this gets extra health and attack. Next up, Haunted Pumpkin, a 4-2. <sighs> okay, let me say that again. On turn one, a four damage minion okay i think you guys can already guess which one's going to be the best in this class it is a one cost four two squash plant when played the zombie player conjures a monster we have next up colonel Polt. it is a one one team up and when you play it on heights a zombie gets minus one minus one basically if you guys still don't know or forgot heights is the lane on the far left of the screen some plants like this one get a little bonus if you play it there we have the morning glory which is a 2-2 flower plant and when played it gets one extra damage and health if you made at least six sun this turn we have the uh sunflower which is a one health flower plant with team up start of turn you get one sun this turn Next up, we have Primal Sunflower, which is a two, which, wow, sorry, a 2-1 flower plant. Start of turn, you get one extra sun. Basically, just the normal sunflower, but it has a little bit of damage, too, and no team up. And that, that's it for the solar class for uh, one costs. By far, best card to play on turn one, Haunted Pumpkin. Four damage on turn one? That is ridiculous. It is this is this is one of the best cards in the game by far. This is such a good card. And the zombie player conjures a monster. That's not dangerous. Monster cards first of all are not actually the most strong card. And because they're not cards that are or that are already in the zombie hero's deck, they're not going to they're most likely not going to synergize with their cards. They're it's not going to be a very good card for them to have and it won't get much use. But it, so this doesn't this doesn't really matter 
four damage on turn one is so good, and this is one of the best cards in the game. Uh, probably, probably one of one of, if not the best one cost cards in the game. So good. Now the other turn one card, I don't know. There aren't really many other really good turn one cards. I would say it's a tie between. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go with Primal Sunflower, just because two damage is fine. And uh, ramp ramping up with this is pretty good, because if this survives turn one on turn two, instead of having two sun, you'll have three, because this, this gets you an extra one. So, has decent damage, it gives you some ramp, it's not bad, there aren't, but really the only good solar one cost is Haunted Pumpkin. It is so strong. Moving on to the zombie side, trying to, I'm going to try to keep this quick, sort by, search by one. Starting off with the Beastly class, we have the Dog Walker, a 2-2 hunt. Hunt means if a plant is played, this zombie will move to the lane with that plant. So it could basically hunt that plant that it's played. So it's a 2-2 hunt. Not bad. We have Frady Cat, which is a... Oh, I didn't say what min, what type it was. It's a 2-2 it's a, uh, pet zombie. Next up, we have the Frady Cat, which is a 2-2 pet zombie as well. When a plant trick is played, this gets plus one, plus one, and moves to a random lane. If I say plus one or minus one, that basically just means adds damage, adds health. If it's one or it's if it's, if it's one or the other, I'll specify it. So yeah, moving on. One, we have the skunk punk, a one one, nothing else. It's <laughs> it's just the basic card. We have snorkel zombie, a two a two one amphibious. Uh, it's a, it's a party zombie. We have the Cat Lady, which is a 4 health pet zombie that gets plus 3 attack this turn if we, when you play a pet. We have the Cheese Cutter, which is a 2-2 two, two gourmet mustache zombie. When this hurts the plant hero, you conjure a gourmet card, and it costs 1 less. And that's actually it. So I would say... By far, the best turn one to play is Cheese Cutter. Cheese Cutter is so good. First of all, 2-2, average stats. It's great. Now, as I said, Conjuring isn't really great because it doesn't synergize with your deck, but Gourmet cards are actually generally decently strong, and with them costing one less, you can play better cards earlier. And so you do not want this to hit your face because the zombie's getting a really, really good card, or generally a good card that they can play sooner. So this is such a dangerous thing to get hit by, and the plant hero basically has to do something about this, or the zombie hero is going to get so many good cards. It's uh, it's an amazing turn one play. Let's see, are there any other turn one plays in this class that I'd say are decent? I'd say Frady Cat's okay, just because the plant hero plays a trick, it'll get an attack boost. It's it's okay, it's fine. Snorkel Zombie is okay in very specific decks. Like, if you're trying to play a deck that is really constantly hitting the plant hero, ignoring all the plants that they play, just trying to kill them as fast as they can, this is not bad, because it has Amphibious and 2 damage. So, the plant hero might not be able to block it, depending on who they are. Some plants do not have access to Amphibious minions, and also has 2 damage. So, it's not bad in that aspect, but by far, best... Um, Sorry, Beastly, uh, one cost, turn one play is Cheese Cutter. It's so good. Moving on to Brainy. We have Cardboard Robot Zombie. One, one, Science Zombie. Does nothing else. Basic Zombie. We have the Chimney Sweep, which is a two, one, Professional Zombie. 
and when it's played on heights, it gets plus one, plus one. So basically, it's a three, two if you play it on heights. We have Paparazzi Zombie, a one, one professional party zombie. This gets plus one, plus one when you play a trick. We have the Interdimensional Zombie, a 2-2 Science Zombie, and when you play a Science card, this transforms into a random zombie that costs three brains. Leprechaun Imp, it's a 2-2 Imp Zombie. When played, shuffle a pot of gold into your deck. Pot of gold is a one-cost trick that draws you three cards. Uh, next up is the Mustache Waxer, which is a 2-2 Professional Mustache Zombie. When you play a mustache zombie, or no, when you play a mustache, um, different tricks and zombies have mustache. So it, it doesn't specify trick or zombie because any type of mustache card, this will activate. This gets plus one health and you get plus one brain. Not for the whole game, just you get an extra brain that turn. Next up, we have the Neutron Imp, a 2-2 Science Imp Zombie. When an environment is played, this does a bonus attack. Uh, that's a trick. All right, that's it for the one costs. I would say that the best one is definitely Interdimensional Zombie, just because this is so good as a turn one card. Basically, 2-2, two, two, good stats, as I've been saying. But a three-cost card on turn two is pretty strong because three-cost cards are better than two costs. So if you have a science card that you play on the next turn, you will have a two cost on turn two. It's fine. But you also have this transform into a random three cost, which is really good tempo because you have a strong card earlier than you should have it. So interdimensional zombie, definitely the best turn one play. I'd say the other one would probably be leprechaun imp just because it has decent stats, and when it shuffles the Pot of Gold into your deck, that's pretty good, because Pot of Gold, one cost trick for drawing three cards, that's broken, so really good ability. And then I'd say the other, may maybe, is Chimney Sweep, just because the 3-2 on turn one's fine, but probably the best two are Interdimensional Zombie and Leprechaun Imp. Moving on to Crazy. First off, Backup Dancer, it's just the one cost basic zombie dancing mustache zombie has nothing else we have disco knot this is a two one dancing zombie that gives zombies with two or less bullseye next up we have loose cannon a one one oh uh sorry a one one um uh, wow one one barrel imp zombie with overshoot two overshoot basically means that before combat in the lane that it's in happens, you basically shoot two damage over the plant that's blocking it and hits the hits the plant hero directly. So, um, basically, this will deal two damage to the plant hero and then it will shoot for its one damage at the same time of the plant. Next up, we have Mystery Egg, a two health gourmet zombie. Start of tricks: transform this into a random zombie that costs two or less. Now we have the really good card that I talked about earlier. Quick Draw Con Man. It is a 1-3 Bullseye. Uh, sorry, a 1-3 Pirate Monster Zombie with Bullseye. And when the Plant Hero draws a card, it deals 1 damage directly to the Plant Hero. So good. I'll explain it in a second. Next up, Tennis Champ. A 1-1 Sports Zombie. And for the first turn that it's played, it gets plus 3 attack. 
Next, we have Unlife of the Party, a 1-1 dancing party zombie. This gets plus one attack and, sorry, just plus one, plus one when you play a zombie. And then, uh, let's see, lastly, we have the, uh, let me see it, Grave Robber, which is a 2-2 mustache pirate zombie with bullseye. This gets plus one attack when a zombie is revealed from a gravestone. Best one by far in this group is Quick Draw Con Man. First of all, three health, amazing. And Bullseye, with this ability, is amazing because not only will it be dealing one damage Bullseye to their face, they can't charge block meter, but literally every single time they draw a card, this gets an extra free damage on them with no charge of the block meter whatsoever because it has Bullseye. So every single turn that passes this, al this is alive, one free damage. Every single ability or card that the plant hero plays that draws them cards, this starts dealing more damage. And then just three health, this is able to stay alive for so long. It is so, it is by far the, it's definitely the best one cost card on the zombie side. And then the other one would probably be Grave Robber, just because 2-2 two -two Bullseye is pretty good. And if you are playing in a deck with a lot of Gravestones, if this survives turn one, it'll start getting, um, it'll start getting uh, more, more and more powerful and more and more threatening. So it's, it's not a bad card, but by far best turn one pirate. Sorry, turn one zombie, quick jaw con man, and especially in the crazy class. How long have we been recording? Uh, all right, 52 minutes. It's going to end at an hour. I'll have to keep track of that. Moving on to Hardy. We have, first of all, the Arm Wrestler, a 2-2 sports zombie. This gets plus one, plus one when a plant enters this lane. We have the Baseball Zombie, one, one, nothing else, sports zombie, just the basic card. We have the Genetic Experiment, which is a 2-1 Science Barrel Zombie. It's a barrel because it's in, like, a Genetic Experiment tube of liquid. Sort of Tricks. This gets plus one, plus one if there is a zombie next door. We have the... All right. Planetary Gladiator. A 1-3 Sports Professional Zombie with Armored 1. So this takes one less damage from everything. So if something with two damage attacks it, it'll only take one damage. If your hero would get hurt, this gets hurt instead. We have the Zombie Middle Manager, a 1-2 Professional Zombie. This gets plus 1 when another Professional Zombie gets hurt. When played, Conjure a Professional. And then we have the... Wait, give me a second. The Zombology Teacher, which is a 2-1 Professional Science Zombie. Zi uh, sorry, Zombie Tricks will cost 1 less when you have this on the field. I would say by far the best turn one play is the Zombology Teacher, just because if you have a few one cost tricks that you want to play, you can play this on turn one and then play more than one card, play all your tricks, which is it's it's pretty beneficial. Playing more than one card on turn one can be pretty useful. So you might want to save this for later because it's a pretty valuable card, but if you have some really powerful turn one tricks that you want to play with this, you can do that with this. It's it's a pretty strong card for turn one. And then I'd say the other one might be Planetary Gladiator, just because it's pretty good for control. Plants can't deal damage to you without killing this first, because any damage that comes to you will actually just not damage you at all, and will hit this instead. So it's pretty good. Uh, really good against aggro plant decks, because it just negates all of their damage from like the first few turns. Really, really great. Now, Genetic Experiment sucks because you need to have a zombie next door. And because you can only play one zombie, generally, um, 
on turn one, this will get the, it will not get the buff, and it's just a two one, which is not good stats. So, even though it might sound good, it looks cool. It's not good for turn one because you can't buff it. Moving on to Sneaky, the final class. First of all, we have the Headstone Carver, a 1-3 professional mustache zombie. When a zombie is revealed from a gravestone, that zombie gets plus 1, plus 1. We have the Imp, which is a 1-1 one, one Imp zombie. It's just the basic card for this class. We have the Mini Ninja, which is a 1-1 one, one anti-hero 3. So if this hits the plant's face, it will um, actually have 4 damage. We have the Zombie Chicken, which is a 2-2 two, two pet zombie. This moves to a random lane when a plant is played in the same lane as it. We have the Buried Treasure, a 2-2 two, two pirate barrel zombie with fusion. If you put something on top of this, you will conjure a legendary card, and it costs one less. Con legendary just being the rarity legendary. We have the Ducky Tube Zombie, a 1-1 one, one party pet zombie with amphibious. This gets plus one plus one when it hurts the plant hero. We have Imposter, Among Us reference. I not really because this game has been out for a long time. Um, it is a two. It is a two-one mustache imp zombie. When destroyed, conjure a one-cost imp and it gains the mustache class. That's it for the zombies with that with in sneaky with one cost. I'd say the best one to play on turn one would probably be Buried Treasure, just because, as, I, as I've been saying, 2-2 two, two on turn one, it's decent stats. And if this survives to turn two and you put something on top of it, it'll conjure a legendary card, which tend to be decently better, and it will cost less, so you can play it sooner. It's pretty good. The other one might be Headstone Carver. It survives turn one most of the time because it has three health, and if you play a two-cost gravestone zombie on the next turn, it will get buffed as soon as it comes it's as soon as it comes out of the gravestone. So it's pretty good for that. Best one would probably be Buried Treasure, though. I hear I hear you asking why not Mini Ninja? Just because it is a four damage minion on turn one if it hits the if it hits if it hits the plant hero's face, and I hear you. The weakness of this is that it only has one damage if it has a plant in the same lane, and because zombies plays zombies play their zombies first, a plant hero can easily put something in front of it to, that survives and kills it. It also just has one health, so it's removed by pretty much everything. So, while it might sound good, it uh, just gets it's super easily blocked and it's very very easily removed. So yeah, hope you enjoyed that episode was about a different game. Hope you guys enjoy. If you really are against it and you don't want me to talk about a game other than Brawl Stars on this podcast, let me know. I completely understand. This podcast should be about Brawl Stars, but I hope you enjoyed. If you haven't yet, please check out the game Plants vs. Zombies Heroes. It's on the App Store or the Google Play Store. Basically, whatever you're playing on, it is really, really great. Of course, it has to be, of course it has to be mobile, but really, really great game. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Weekend episode should be this weekend. I'll be finishing up the Star Power tier list. I'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.